Yo, back with another Money's Talk, man. And today, we got a post-fight reaction, man, to last night's fights, man. Last night was a great night of boxing. It was a long night of boxing, but I'll take it, man. I'll take it. So, um, let's go ahead and get into it, man. So, um, Jamal Charlo versus Sergey Derianchenko. Um, my prediction was correct. I said this was going to go... 12 rounds, you know, with a potential knockdown, but uh, that wasn't the case. But uh, Jamal Charlo showed, um, you know, great boxing ability with a, you know, stiff, long jab, uppercuts, right hands. Uh, Sergey Derbyanchenko was very, was very uh, game. You know, he's a game bred dog, you know, very tough, but, um, he couldn't withstand the the Charlo beating. Um, Charlo really busted up this man's eyes. He had cuts and bruises, and uh, Der, uh, Sergey Derinchenko's uh, left eye was damn near all the way closed due to right hands and uppercuts on that side of his face. So, um, you know, it was a very very competitive fight, though. Even though Charlo basically kind of like you know handily won um there was moments in the fights that uh Derianchenko had where he kind of roughed up Charlo a little bit hit him with some nice good clean shots um uh, but Charlo you know Charlo took those shots um and he made the adjustments and um he got the victory man he got the victory uh so he retained his middleweight title um so what's next for Jamal, you know, everybody's saying that he's not ready for Canelo. Um, I believe at this point, you know, I mean, what else does he have to do to get ready for Canelo? You feel me? Like, uh, of course, Canelo would be the favorite in that fight. But it's been a while since Canelo has fought a top um, black fighter and actually let me actually take that back because he did fight Danny Jacobs about a year maybe two years ago and he whooped Danny Jacobs but um I would like to see him against uh Jamal uh Jamal Charlo you know um why not you know I think he deserves a fight he's been um he's made six defenses of this middleweight title WBC so for people saying that he's not ready what more do you want him to do now of course there are other middleweights out there but see the middleweight division like two three years ago was the shit you had triple g you had canelo you had demetrius andra you had billy joe saunders um you know you had just a, a, a slew of fighters at 160 but Everybody's playing the freaking ducking game, man, and just you know the the promotional game, you know the business of boxing. That that shit was going on, so we really didn't get the fights at middleweight that we really wanted to see, man. Because um, you know Andrade moved up to 168, you know, and him and him and Charlo been going back and forth since 154, so that that's never gonna happen, man. Uh, maybe maybe it will. We'll see. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, I think he's at 168. Um, Canelo Canelo fights at any fucking weight class like it doesn't matter like his last fight i want to say well i don't know if it was yeah i think that was his last fight against kovalev um he went all the way up to 175 and got a 175 strap so you know um i don't know what's next for jamal charlo 
you know, he can just kind of reign at 160. Or if he really wants, you know, wants to uh, challenge himself, he could move up to 168, man, and, you know, fight the likes of, uh, you know, the Chris Eubanks Juniors. Or those guys can move down, move back down to 160, you know, like... You know, it's it's plenty of fights out there, but it's all about, you know, the promotional companies and who makes the fights and things like that. Um, you know, Sergey Derbyanchenko, you know, um, three times he's fought for the championship and he's come up short. Um, he fought against uh, Triple G, Danny Jacobs, and now Jamal, uh, Jamal Charlo, and he's come up short in all three. So um, what's next for him? I really don't know. Um, he's an excellent, durable fighter, though. So he's always going to give you, you know, good, good competitive fights. So, you know, that's his, that's his thing. He can still, you know, be, uh, remain, you know, he's really still, at, um, towards the top of the middleweight division, but he's come up short these past three outings. So, you know, we'll see, but, uh, congrats to Jamal Charlo, you know, Lions only, you know, Houston, Texas. Um, you know, he's just really focused, man. He's really focused. And I, I just think he, you know, his, his his moment will come. His moment will come. All right. Now, there were a lot of other little fights um, on the card. And I was at a fight party. And honestly, the uh, the Lakers game was on, too. So after the first uh, uh, Charlo fight, I kind of I'm watching those little other fights. Yeah, I just wasn't paying attention for real. Um, <clears throat> and it was a long, drawn-out process because what had happened was is that they showed three fights. They had two parts. They had two parts, and they showed three fights on uh, those two parts. So the Jamal Charlo fight came on dumb early, like 8.30, you know, like 8.30 p.m. So I'm thinking like, OK, um, you know, since he's fighting at 8.30 and this is like the co-main event, then the next fight must be the Charlo fight. This is about to be a short night for a fight night. But no, that is not how they had it planned. They had three fights. I think it started at seven. And like that's the earliest I ever seen like a, a card being televised start. So, yeah, um, after that, you know, it was just a lot, a lot of talking and, you know, things that analysts do. And then when they was ready to show the fights again, then it was two undercard fights and then the Jermail Charlo main event against Jason Rosario. So during that whole time, man, I just kind of, you know, we was at this fight party with my coach and, uh, you know, we was just eating, drinking and watching uh, LeBron go to work. So the main event. Let's get to the main event. Jamel Charlo versus Jason Rosario. Now, this fight didn't come on until damn near like 12.30 in the morning. So, I'm like, sheesh. And they were in Connecticut, man. So, they was fighting on the East Coast. So, man, like, they had these boys fighting dumb early in the morning. But whatever. It happens. So, um, let's get to this fight, man. Uh, Jamel Charlo. Wow. You know, um, him and Jason Rosario is a very good. Uh, good fight entertaining fight you know it was it was some bombs being thrown some uh punches being exchanged you know um first round uh Jamel knocks down Jason Rosario you know with the with the hook left hook to the top of the head it was kind of like an equilibrium shot um Jason Rosario got right up but uh I mean that really definitely stunned him those equilibrium shots man he just getting 
I don't think you really ever recovered during the fight after those type of shots. You know, hit him right on top of the head and had that man with the noodle legs, you know. But he got up and he kept fighting and uh, he made an interesting fight. He was uh, he was touching up, you know, Jamil. He was throwing uh, some low blows. He he was throwing a uh, yeah a lot of low blows. You know, a lot of shots to the body straight low. Um, but he was you know once again he was a game dog and you know um, he was taking the fight to uh, Jamil. Um, Jamil was throwing a lot of wild shots at first so his you know his trainer Derek James told him you know calm down shorten up your shots and you know just give him uh sound uh coaching you know uh between rounds um I want to say in the seventh round yeah I think it was the seventh round uh Jermail dropped Jason Rosario again with another hook but this time to the front like of the of the the forehead you know like in between the forehead and like the nose and just drop this man so that was another shot that just kind of you know um like uh paralyzed jason rosario but he got up you know he was ready to start fighting again and he was pretty much saved by the bill now the following round um you know uh, the beginning of the round um, Jamal Charlo throws two jabs, one to the head and one to the body. And that one to the body, woo, that dropped Jason Rosario. And that man was on the canvas about to cough up a goddamn lung. Had this man about to just like, you know, shit on himself. I think he doodled in the ring. He probably doodled in the ring. Um, and yeah, he he just like paralyzed this man. So Jason Rosario was on the canvas, just like just going crazy, and uh, he couldn't get up and beat the count. So you know, congrats to Jermil Charlo for stopping Jason Rosario and uh, unifying the division. Now Jermil is the WBC, the IBF, and the WBA super welterweight champion of the world he has all three belts now there's a fourth belt out there the wbo but i don't even know who holds that belt and i don't know what promotional company he's in so at you know i'm gonna go ahead and say undisputed jamel is the undisputed middle uh super super welterweight king of the division like you know, hopefully they can make that fight where he can, you know, fight for the WBO strap and he can really, truly be undisputed. But like I said, man, sometimes like with these belts and stuff, it's too much BS that goes on with it. And I, it's so hard to get an undisputed champion in any weight class in boxing right now because of just the, 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 the sanctioning bodies and the promotional companies and just the bullshit of boxing, you know, the business of boxing. But he has uh, three belts, man. So he's definitely the king of the hill. Um, and everybody's looking up to him, you know. And he really has been fighting, uh, campaigning at 154 for um, for a long time. I want to say his whole career. They might have started off at 147. I'm not sure. But um, for his whole career, you know, he's uh, been fighting at 154. And I believe he became champion in 20... 20- 
2015, 2016, one of those years, and he's defended um, that belt. Of course, he lost uh, the belt to Tony Harrison, but then he regained the title last year after knocking Tony Harrison to smooth the fuck out. And um, now, you know, he's the, the, the king of the division. Like, there's nobody for him to really chase. Now he's the one that's being chased. So who's still at 154? Um, once again, you still got J-Rock. Uh, you got the guy who has the WBO championship. I have no clue who he is. Um, you still got Jason Rosario, solid fighter. But, I mean, Jermel pretty much beat everybody there was to beat at 154. Oh, well, he can fight Jared Hurd, you know. Jared Hurd's the one at 154. So he can fight Jared Hurd. Um, is Laura still at 154? Laura might still be at 154. So, shit, he can fight Laura, you know. Um, yeah, there's some fights out there, but he's really the king of the division. And, you know, what he could do is, um, you know, become undisputed, fight this guy who has a WBO belt, you know, wash him, and then become undisputed. Or he could, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, make some defenses of these three, three belts. Um, or he could, you know, relinquish the belts and move up to 160, you know, and uh, campaign there once again, like in the same division as his brother. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, some excellent fights last night. Excellent fights last. Oh, and also, uh, Jason Rosario, you know, uh, this is the second time he's been stopped. Um, and, um, you know, he's real tough. He's real tough. But, um, you know, who could he fight? He can rematch J-Rock. You know, he could fight Jared Hurd. He could fight Tony Harrison. You know, he could fight like some of these guys who could be like championship eliminators for those belts. So maybe he can get that rematch with uh, Charlo. So, you know, it's some work out here from the dude uh, in the 154 division also. So, yeah, man, it was some real good fights last night. Entertaining fights. Um, boxing is back. Hopefully, you guys tuned in. Um, and then, you know, we got more stuff to look forward to, man. We got more stuff to look forward to. October is going to be fireworks. You got um, Vasil Lomachenko fighting uh, Teofimo Lopez. Then the, the next following week, um, you have, um, you know, Tank. Tank Davis fighting uh, Leo Santa Cruz, and then in November, you know, you got you got uh, Errol Spence, the return of Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia, and they just made the announcement for the Kill Brook and Terrence Crawford fight. So once we get more details on when that fight is going to occur, I'll come back with a video. But that's it for Money Talks today. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>